what a day. Like, not even a full 24 hours. You know, around the second or third inning yesterday, the Yankees acquired Joey Gallo for four prospects, and they also acquired a Jolie Rodriguez. And then, just about, I would say, an hour and 20 minutes ago, the Yankees acquired Anthony Rizzo for two prospects, and the Cubs are picking up the remainder of Rizzo's salary. And currently, they're still holding on to Luke Voigt, which who knows if they'll dump him for Barrios' story. I'll I'll say right now, I don't expect the Yankees to get Trevor Story. I really, really don't. Because one, that creates a big-time problem. Because then, if you're getting Trevor Story, then Luke Voigt is definitely going to Colorado, which I wouldn't mind. Because now, you have Rizzo at first, you have Story at short, you have Glaber at second, now, the only small problem with that is you have DJ and Gio. So, Gio might also have to be in that trade. Or maybe Glaber. Maybe the Rockies would want Glaber. But a lot of people are coming to the realization that the Rockies are now, you know, knowing that they have to come down from what what they're expecting. So, we got that also. Um... We're also going to have Matt Tallarini on the pod. Originally was just for discussing Olympics and Gallo. But now we got Rizzo to discuss as well. And Eli Fishman has been all around these stuff with the prospects. Very good on prospects. You guys should follow him. And, you know, I, I got to be honest. I always thought. That this guy was a clown. But major respect to the Gary Sanchez Resurgence Burner account. He has been spot on. And maybe these are guesses. Maybe he's actually about to get the follow right now. Maybe these are guesses. Maybe he actually does know stuff. I don't know. But he's been spot on about everything. So, big, you know, you gotta give props where props is due. I, you know, I thought he was just some originally smug guy who just talked mad shit, but he, he knows his stuff. He's got stuff right, and that's what you gotta do out here, you know. No one's a clown like Gary Sheffield Jr., <laughs> but what a day and like 20 minutes for the New York Yankees. And it is a completely new lineup. You can go about that lineup many different ways. The, the one that I put out there was DJ LeMayu. Then Anthony Rizzo. Then Aaron Judge. Then Joey Gallo. Then Gary Sanchez. Then John Carl Stanton. Gio Urshela. Glaber Torres. And then either Alan Floreal Gardner. Now, of course, Alan with the knee didn't play today. If he goes on the DL, then it's Florial or Gardner. But the, I, I truly think, even though Florial's a lefty too, I truly think Gardner is going to play. You know, he, he barely was a bench for Clint. So I don't think he's going to last too long. 
as bench now. Yeah, man, these are great moves. These are these are these are um fantastic moves, and I truly think that you know the Yankees um the Yankees are, are going for it. You gotta commend the Yankees; they're going for it, and these are great deals. The Texas Rangers are paying Joey Gallo Joey Gallo's salary, and the Cubs are paying Rizzo's salary. So the Yankees didn't really give up, and they got two lefty bats and a reliever. And I don't think they're done yet. I think Boyd's gonna get traded for a pitcher, and now the Yankees look completely different. They're only two back in the loss column of the second wild card spot. So the Yankees are going for it. You know, they. They're going for it. And you got to commend the Yankees for going for it. And give Cashman all the credit. You know, everyone went from firing Cashman. It's funny how things work, Nick. We all went from firing Cashman to praising Cashman in a matter of 24 hours. Facts. Now we're going to take a pause while we get ready for Matt. We are now here with Matthew Tallarini. Matthew, um, welcome to the pod, man. How's everything? Hope you're doing well, bro. Everything's okay, my man. Just, you know, getting getting some hours of sleep right now. The Olympic schedule with baseball. It's going to be a interesting time representing a lot of the games this weekend. So I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Now, before we talk about the Olympics, um, obviously, we're we going to talk about Joey Gallo first. So Joey Gallo traded from the Texas Rangers to the New York Yankees for, for four minor league prospects. Um, the 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 Rangers are paying all of his salary for this year, and he's arbitrational eligible for next year. And so that helps solidify the outfield. So what are your thoughts on the Yankees acquiring Joey Gallo from the Texas Rangers? Um, I think he's going to be a good piece uh, for us as a ball club. I feel like he fills certain holes um, with both corner outfield positions. Um, you know, that gives us a little leverage with how we can use Gardner now and uh, substantially around that note also, and um, I feel like Greg Allen, um, I know he was a little banged up recently um, with his injuries and everything else, but I feel like that gives Greg Allen a little bit of leverage too, even though he will be patrolling uh, full-time as a center fielder from here on out, with Gallo, I would assume, being our starting left fielder once we're out of Miami. Yeah, um, that that would be pretty huge. You know, get you know Gallo supposedly doesn't hit into a lot of double plays. Hopefully, him putting on the Yankee uniform don't you know make that change. What what's your realistic expectations now with not only adding Gallo but Anthony Rizzo? You know, even though right now people may say Yankees will definitely end up getting a wild card spot now. But I say, you know what? With this new team, do you think the AL East is possible? Um, I think with what, what our chances are right now, so as today's date, so I just Obviously, we got to make up like a good amount of ground off of the ground out in the division. Um, so the last week of August, pretty much. But, you know, if, if, if what we can do to sustain our starting pitching right now, I think that's the big key. Um, we have the offense on paper um, with the 25-man roster itself, so I'm not really worried about that. I'm really worried about uh, what other moves can we have for the front end of the bullpen and also several um, innings that any of our starters can get out of us in general to give us a chance to compete and win, hopefully. So uh, me personally, I like to keep 
um, requirement for Manscaped Rizzo. I think it's a it's a solid love to have in the field of being a lefty first baseman. Um, to say it's really uh, it's really going to translate to best defensively all around. And um, I just also got to note that uh, Trevor Story is now not on our watch. You guys have been uh, yes. Yes, I, we just just got that update. Um, Trevor Story is out, according to Heyman. Yes, why? Because um, because of the surprise, according to Heyman, the Yankees are out, according to John Heyman. Yeah, and I, um, adding key starter like Barrios, uh, someone similar like him, or Luis Castillo, a pitcher like his saying, um, I, I don't see the Reds getting rid of him, obviously, but. Um, if we do, you know, in hindsight, acquire a guy like Barrios, he definitely fills in a certain amount of innings that could give us a chance to win, you know, start and start out. Um, every five days, he takes the rubber. So um, I'm all in for pretty much those type of uh, starting pitchers that can give us those innings. Um, I know we're struggling a little bit with how we saw with Herman, that he had a good outing from last week, too, um, bouncing back, unfortunately. Play, um, you know, with certain ends of their bullpen during that time frame. So it is what it is. But I feel like now it's it's all about what can we do with Jock's over? Like, does does it take the next step to have a seventh and eighth guy if you know Brennan maintains his health and everything else with Um Does does that correlate to everything else getting into the hunt? You know, or just being in the picture? So that, that's pretty much the outlook I say going forward. This signifies the end of Luke Voigt. Um, and Luke Voigt's likely going to be gone. So let me ask you this. With Luke Voigt likely being gone and you still have the free agent store stop, do you prioritize re-signing Anthony Rizzo or do you let Rizzo walk and get one of those highly touted shortstops and move DJ LeMayu to first base? I think you're going to prioritize um, keeping a guy like Grissom at the second base position at the formal with DJ LeMayu, that's a pretty good defensive second baseman in, in my to play anywhere else in the infield. I think he's where he is at second base. Um, I, I guess if we need fill-ins for him to play first base, he can do it all and play third base. So um, I don't see any other... Uh, of acquisitions happening unless they can restructure his contract moving forward. Uh, but we would have to wait uh, to the final out of the World Series and three weeks after to see if that takes place. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. They got to see how he plays. Um, but at at his age, it's 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 basically DJ LeMay, right? So I wouldn't mind giving him a two, three-year deal, minimum 16 a year, maximum 20 a year. I, th- I think he might take that, especially if he plays really, really well and the Yankees do good. Now, of course, that could all change if the bad stuff happens, but let's not think about that right now. So at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, and number one, I still don't know where I can watch this game, but number two, do you think USA has a good enough team to get this gold medal? 
Um, yeah, so you can watch all the games on NBC Sports app. If you have a ticket provider, log in and username, password, then that applies to uh, you guys getting a hold of uh, the Olympic baseball circuit. So it's, so it's NBC Sports app or, or NBCSN? Yes, NBC Sports app. So go okay. check out NBC Sports app and you can use uh, all your logging credentials to watch uh, the Olympic baseball circuit go on. Um, it's been going on for two days, uh, two days in right now. And um, we had the first game at NPR and then uh, last night was South Korea and Israel also. But um, going back to the USA note, um, I feel like USA can compete. You know, they got a bunch of young guys that are predominant uh, players in the farm for, for for the organizations that they're housed for. And also the actually veterans, uh, Edwin Jackson, uh, guys like um, Todd Frazier, so guys like you know, Tyler Austin, who's playing in uh, Japan also for the last two years. He's played for the Yokohama uh, Denim Bay Stars. And um, I think it's a, neat, it's a neat presence to have these type of guys in your lineup. Um, it kind of gives a little flavor of what these type of players are bringing up with the chemistry. And uh, Mike Sosha, uh, kudos to him. Um, he's rallying around um, pretty much a good group of guys that really want to compete and do something that hasn't been done in 21 years uh, since Lasorda uh, took reign with yep. the gold medal, didn't he? Lasorda um, and Ben Sheets. Yeah, yeah. Or ben, yeah exactly. exactly. So um, is Sosha the manager? Uh, Mike Sosha is a manager, yeah, and, and Dave Duncan is the pitching coach. Ooh, right okay. Now, so That's very interesting. A, yeah, they got a well-rounded staff, um, pretty much of what they have uh, and are capable of, of putting, you know, on the field. So I just feel like, you know, they got a big, tough task. Uh, Japan has all their top MVP players uh, from the pond baseball. Uh, which is their higher league in Japan, if, if anyone doesn't know that. And also the Korean league also has a lot of their high-end players, too, from the KBO, uh, which we saw a sprinkle of last year um, with the ESPN market in the United States. So with that being said, yeah, like USA, it does, it does take a different toll in hindsight of what we're seeing because we're used to eight teams with the Olympics uh, from that end of 2008 and, you know, since we were all you know, bringing our eyes with the sport of baseball. So it's, I hope in seven years they get back to eight teams. But um, the 16 format itself, it, it's it's fitting. Um, I think, like, you know, the teams that are in the field, you have Israel that competed in uh, Bologna, Italy. It's their one qualifier of six in September 2019. And, um, you know, they got a lot of the ex-MLB players, um, also, interesting to see these teams, you know, revolve around the landscape of international baseball. And Ty Kelly, if everyone's a, you know, have a bet fan, Ty yeah. Kelly's on the real team, so that's neat. Um, sticking with USA Baseball, um, who, like, we also, big shout to Todd Frazier, he's on the team, big love, big, big props to him from all the way from Jersey. Um, I want to ask this question to you, Matt, um, well, um, who are some of the players to watch in this baseball tournament that we should keep an eye on that are probably young that could have potential who could make an MLB team? All right, so guys like Tristan Cassis, um, you know, he's housed the Red Sox. 
Um, he's the first baseman right now for Team USA. He's pretty much a prominent end in the Red Sox farm system. He's going to have a great uh, stretch of what we're going to see for the Olympics. Um, if you guys follow the American qualifiers, he was a big contributor uh, for USA qualifying. And um, I just think this guy's a Tristan Cassis. Um, what we're seeing with Jared Duran, obviously, if anyone else followed through with the qualifiers, Jared Duran helped us qualify for Tokyo. And it's very neat what he's been doing with the Red Sox as well. And, and um, so guys like, guys like pretty much like um, Eddie Alvarez, Eddie Alvarez too, one other guy to look at, um, the two-time Olympians. So we're going to see a flavored different elephant with this USA team. And I feel like it's a veteran team that could go all the way and take gold. But um, there's definitely a lot of role players too in the circuit of the minors. You guys, Julio Rodriguez. For the Mariners, you all know what we've seen from the future oh, He's a star, uh, man. So he's going to be a pivotal player uh, for the Dominican Republic. we got Juan Francisco, who's going to be an up-and-coming player, pretty much, that's, that's getting his circuit with the Winter League um, this year in the DR. And these are guys that want to keep putting up network and, and plateauing their career. They're just playing for pride. And um, it's just it's just a neat circuit to see in the international baseball reign of the Olympics. And it has happened for 13 years um, with the coverage itself. So we'll get the WBC and Chile if uh, non-implications. That the takes place in Miami, right? WBC in 2023. It takes place it's going to be multiple locations. Exactly. So... Yeah, yeah it, it's usually yeah. Miami, San Diego, Los Angeles, and uh, yes. Dominican or Puerto Rico. San Juan, yes, Guadalajara, and the Tokyo Dome. Those are the main venues that they try to see in the WBC, but they want to always do the semifinal finals at MLB Stadium, just so the target audience pretty much wrap it through the MLB airways because the MLB does plan out the WB the WBA when it happens. Um, but um, no, it's definitely, who knows what you were up against. We have the qualifiers in the next few months too for teams that want to get uh, three, four more, I think it's four more spots uh, ticketed for the 2023 baseball World Baseball Classic, so it's neat. It's it's going to be a new circuit with international baseball. Um, definitely try to you know ponder a lot, a lot of the insight with the Japanese team. Uh, Shiro Yakamoto, he started the um, the first game against the Dominican Republic, and um, he pitched pretty well actually too. Um, he gave up. I'll tell you the stat line um, in a second. He actually gave up. Um, no runs. He gave up no runs through a six innings pitch, two hits allowed, nine strikeouts. So, really neat pitcher to watch, even in the knockout stage. Um, he's on the Oryx Buffaloes, who people may not know that Ichiro Suzuki used to play for the Oryx Buffaloes yeah. before he took the time at Babs in the United States in 2001. So, it's going to be neat. It's going to be neat to see the craft on their end with everything else. And, um, in the Dominican Republic, uh, their first pitcher for their first game against Japan um, in, in Group A 
was Christopher Mercedes. Christopher Mercedes pitches for the New York Giants um, in the MTV. So Dominican Republic uh, revamped, and they wanted to have like two to three MTV players on their team just to have a lot of more. Wait, insight. hold up. We just got some breaking news. Um, Dodgers are about to acquire Max Scherzer and Trey Turner from the National. Just got some breaking, according to Jeff Passon. So he was going to go to the Padres, but now the Dodgers are coming in. They've made so much progress. So not only are the Dodgers getting Max Scherzer, they're getting Trey Turner as well. That that means they de- they definitely think that Bauer is not going to pitch again this year. Bauer's Bauer's done. Bauer's not pitching at all. And there are reports saying that his teammates do not want Bauer back. So Bauer is done. Wow. Actually, in um, he's an MILB player. He hadn't pitched 
in the um, in the uh, American Wildfires. So Joe Ryan right now is with the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, in their organization, oh no, pardon me, it's Minnesota Twins. Um, so yeah, he, he gets the nod uh, for the August Team USA, and um, I think you know, they got they got what it takes to compete. That that's pretty much what Sosha had been capable of putting the roster off of during these last few weeks. Um, so I, I think they, I think Joe Ryan could go a, a similar route tomorrow or tonight, Japan wise. Um, of five or six innings, um, pretty much just about ball. So, um, and Israel is going up with Joey Wagman. Um, I don't really have a lot of background on Joey Wagman, except he did play a lot of circuit of minor league baseball. So it's very neat to see um, his perspective of what you know, what the rubber, uh, what what he could be capable of uh, giving a chance for Israel to compete tomorrow. So it's going to be awesome seeing. Um, these two games tonight we got DR in Mexico, 11 p.m. Eastern. Um, DR is going to have Angel Sanchez for the U.S. Giants. Uh, Mexico is going to be Teddy Stankiewicz, who is with now the Toros, Toros de Tijuana, and he actually was playing over in uh, Taiwan, UPL um, for the uh, Unilions. So yeah, it's it's a it's a neat deal seeing these pitchers, the top end pitchers that are in their circuit for international baseball. Um, it's going to be a real neat battle to see the coming to the knockout stage. I know us as Yankee fans, we're anticipating Tanaka's um, mechanic, um, you know, mechanic improvement deal of what he's been doing in Japan. So uh, I'm very I'm very excited to see what he's going to be doing in the, uh, in the Olympic circuit come next week. That's, that's very cool. You know, I would love to see if we can get a Japan versus USA going, you know, seeing seeing Tanaka pitch, that would be awesome. Um, going back to Major League Baseball and fantastic coverage with the Olympics. I love seeing your tweets. You do a good job. You know, today getting Anthony Rizzo, very very big. It gets it gets more lefties in the lineup now. Basically one through, you know, one 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 through four is stacked. If John Carlo gets going, if Glaber could be more consistent, if Gary Sanchez could be more consistent, we're 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 talking one through eight. Is who are you pitching to? You can't intentional walk anybody. You can't pitch on anybody. The Yankees have six more games against the Red Sox, so the division. You know they would have to obviously win all six, and the Red Sox would have to struggle. But how? If, if, if you were a pitcher going through this lineup, how would you now pitch to the New York Yankees? Man, it's, it's definitely going to be a different adjustment with the key bats they just added. Um, you know, any starter that, that looks at that Yankees lineup now than what they did 48 hours ago, I think, like, you know, just it seemed like to creep up. Um, you know, they definitely have a hard lineup now that's either getting back to its healthy ways or they're teasing a fan base out of their, you know, keep that spell. So, um, for me personally, you'd be intimidated. Any pitcher would. Any pitcher Any starting pitcher would. Um, you know, that's a major league health pitcher or somebody that's that's getting called up in the mind and getting their feet wet. So, 
Um, I think, you know, you definitely have to throw a lot of breaking stuff to, to some of these centers that wouldn't be adjusted. Uh, you know, first pitch slider, first pitch curveballs, sometimes, um, depending on what mechanics, you know, you're structuring into that lineup. I just feel like it's a team that, that sits on the fastball all the time. And the Yankees have to always the team to rely on the home run ball. That's their bread and butter. Um, but... What I see right now, I think this thing can be capable of um, putting a big playoff push right now. I think they can get that second wild card seed. Um, I know they're, I think they're five and a half, if we're not mistaken, right? The second, the second wild card. No, no, they're 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 two back in the loss column. They're three games out of the second wild card. Second wild card spot is three games back. Okay, so scratch the five and a half then. From what I said just now. So yeah, no, it's definitely. It's definitely, um, you know, not as much as an uphill battle. But also, too, quick aside, Hector Santiago gets 80-game suspension. I, I believe that was the pitcher who had his glove confiscated. Yeah, yes, that was the same pitcher. Same pitcher. Yes, yes, he was the first pitcher that got thrown out during the whole board subject. That was when they first got initiated. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So not, it, it, yeah, So um, it's basically with the um, the Yankees lineup. I, I feel like Stanton's gonna gonna do a lot from the third or fourth hole. You're still gonna keep Judge at two. You're still gonna hit, have Lemayu lead off. Um, so I think you know there's a lot of adjustments you could do with the lineup after five and six. Like he'll get hot. Who knows, right? This 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 was the lineup I I suggested: DJ Rizzle, Judge, Gallo, Sanchez, Stanton, Urshela, Glaber, and then either either Floriel, Allen, or Guardi. Where did you put Judge in that lineup? Third. 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 So so it would be DJ. Rizzo, Judge, Gallo, then, then Sanchez, Stanton, then Urshela, Glaber, and then Florial, Allen, or Garner. Okay, that's not a bad deal. I mean, depending on like how the Yankees want to utilize that, I, I think Rizzo, you know, is able to top the lineup even if you put him second or third. I think. Um, I think um, also, too, on a side note, if you want to give DJ a day off, you can actually put Odor in a lineup at second base if you if you, if you truly just want to give um, um, Odor a day off. Uh, give um, DJ a day off because now you'll have four lefties. And when you have a, a lineup with four lefties and yeah. five right, now, now, now pitchers are really going to struggle because you can't just throw righties all the time. Now, now you've got – now you got to maneuver – and that's kind of how I think the Yankees have been struggling because Cashman's always thought right, oh, right-handed lineup, right-handed lineup, right-handed lineup. Like you, you don't need a lefty. Well, Yankee Stadium, you need a left-handed. You need lefties because your lefties take advantage of that short porch. So I think, and I think yeah. Nick, your lineup is perfect. And I think that's if I were to do that, that's exactly how I would do with that lineup because then now there's no avenues, and you're gonna have to carefully pitch because. All, all one through four can carry a team. 
exciting you know when you get country pride I mean that's why people like to do these things I mean that's why I've been watching the Olympics you know it sucks USA couldn't get it done for softball um but some of those ladies are really really talented and let's just hope people keep wanting to do it um a little a little more with the Yankees you know they they do have to win a lot of series and Garrett Cole has to be better. Now, of course, he's not going to have starts like he did today too much, but as as better as this lineup got, let's let's hope may, maybe now on a day like today, the lineup could have done something one through six to where the fourteen runs don't matter or don't happen. But if Gare Cole doesn't find it on a, on a consistent basis like he was last year or while with Houston. You know how how bad is that contract gonna be? 
Oh man, um, if if Garrett Cole underperforms for a certain time frame, um, I mean, I think the Yankees know how what what structure. They know they know what they signed up for by getting a top guy like him. Um, but listen, like he's got to pitch the innings. It's just he's got to structure himself. And that's all what it comes down to. Um, is there an advantage of what we're seeing now with the forward substance? Is that taking a, a part in, you know, some starters that um, are more of a candy side of their own regimen? We don't know. You know, we as fans, we don't know. But in hindsight, I hope Gary, you know, does perform to a, you know, to a standard. The Yankees won't eat up a contract like that or any other, you know, MLB ball club that does have a payroll and then just, like, throw it out the door. Um, you know, just like that. So I think I think there's going to be a game for a while. Um, personally, I feel like it's going to take a long time for, for us to see a different type of rotation in sorts of, of what we're seeing. So I think I think their goals here to stay. Um, depression, and um, I think he's a competitor. And he wants to win. So him obviously being somewhere else in the next few years if we can look past that time frame um it definitely definitely won't suit very well in our Yankees fans favor that's for sure I personally and this was me in the offseason I know this is unlikely but if the Yankee Yankees could make a run at Corey Seager re-sign Rizzo at a reasonable price and and then you flip um Glaber Torres that would be ideal, or get Carlos Correa, because I'm going to be honest, I'm out on Gleyber Torres. I don't think he's as good as people say he is. Um, the reason I want Seager is because a lefty bat, he's athletic, he'd be perfect. Now the Yankees lineup is even more balanced, and you'd have a good defensive, um, you have a defensive Gleyber, some Seager, DJ, and Rizzo with Gallo, um, Hicks, and Judge. If that happens, could the Yankees be the best team in the American League with that lineup? Of course. Without a question. They'll be they'll, them and Boston will be next to that. Get the hot Oakland. The Yankees and uh, Astros. Nick? What, what was your question? I said if the Yankees if the Yankees can add a story not yeah, story or Seeger or um or Correa. And you, and you and you swap out Glaber Torres, would that would that make the Yankees the best team in the American League? And you re-sign Rizzo to a reasonable contract. Yes, that on 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 paper, but of on course paper. that's that's a lot of personalities. So could that could that mix and and could people put egos aside? That's that's the most important thing. Before you do rapid, um, Matt mentioned something that was pretty, pretty important earlier. And I think Yankees are too analytical. Brian Cashman just basically did the show me something deal. He put everything on the table and he said, okay, this is what I got you. Now, they have to let Aaron Boone do the same thing. They have to let him manage now. The nerds have to back off, and they got to see if he can manage. Let Boone manage his way 
either out of the job or for extension. Because with this team now, you can't just go by numbers, especially because, and if, if you know it, you can all say it with me, the playoffs are a crapshoot. The analytics do not work for the playoffs because it's not a big of enough sample size. So especially if the Yankees can't get the division and they have to play in that one game stupid wild card in Tropicana Field. So that, that's what I hope the Yankees do. Will they do it? Probably not because they're so goddamn stubborn and the nerds will think they know everything. But if they don't let Andrew manage, I think this past day was a complete waste of time. Um, do you, th- um, 
if the if both base New York baseball teams win make the playoffs, um, who's more likely to win a World Series, the Mets or the Yankees? Yankees. Yankees. Okay. Now, Matt, before we get you out of here, um, promote yourself. Tell our listeners where they can where they can follow you and find your stuff at. Uh, hey, so my name is Matthew Tallarini. Um, I have a freelance blog called Baseball Pacific International on Facebook. Go check it out. Um, I got latest upcoming uh, podcast episodes with uh, Raul Bravo from Combas Niñas, along with Yusuf Diaz from Penalty Plata as well. And uh, I'm here to explore and give a venture purpose to building uh, international baseball on a faster note. Matt, thank you again for coming on real quick, man. I'll holler at you in a bit, bro. All right. Thank you, my man, for having me. Take care, fellas. Take care, buddy.